0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. It's
1: the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. So?
0: So? uh,
1: This is going to be a different kind of podcast.
0: Yeah. Listen, we live in a different world today than we did yesterday. So we'll do the podcast. I don't know how long we're going to go. We might go 10 minutes, we might go 20 minutes, we might go an hour. I'm, I'm not sure. We'll just start doing it and we'll see how it works out. But I, I stand by what I said right at the beginning here, well, 10 seconds ago. This is a different world today than it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I stayed up last night and watched Donald Trump address the nation. And it's a serious thing when the President of the United States wants network time to speak to his people. Or her people. Hopefully it's a her soon but it won't be this time around. No. Fuck. Yeah. In any case, um, I watched Trump last night and the first thing that stood out to me was number one, he did not read the speech in advance because he stumbled all over it. And number two, he looked very uncomfortable. This is a guy who I think, based on everything I've heard, likes to take control of every situation. If he's in a room, he's the center of attention. He's the guy who's going to direct how things go. And last night, he looked very uncomfortable. And that was uncomfortable for me to watch because you'd like to think that our leaders have got a good handle on COVID-19, but I didn't really get that impression last night.
1: Maybe he realizes he needs to be really careful. He's an off-the-cuff kind of guy usually, and he has to be a little careful when it comes to this, when it comes to people dying uh, out there of this. He realizes the severity of it and words are everything, so he probably tried to stick to the script, which is difficult for him to do. Maybe that's what made him uncomfortable. I don't know. Uh, But we know, obviously, it's not just affecting the states. It's affecting us here in a lot of ways. And it feels like it's getting closer and closer and closer to home.
0: I'm just looking at the markets. As we record now, the Dow is down 1,200 points. Wow. They said it might open up down 1,100 points. It's already down beyond that. That's as we record. I'm sure that's going to be up and down throughout the day.
1: Did they shut down the market? I'm trying to think the last time they shut down the markets completely, if that ever ha- if that happens this time around.
0: Just the other day. They shut them down because people were freaking out about the oil prices. So they stopped trading mid-afternoon. Okay. I said this this morning on our FM radio show, and probably won't be popular with traders. Well, maybe traders will like it. We should close the markets right now. And it's very, very simple. Whatever the dollar is at is what the dollar is going to stay at. Whatever stocks or shares or bonds or mutual funds you own, you're stuck with them for a little while. Whatever you don't have, you just can't buy. No electronic trading right now because there's too much hysteria. Yesterday, COVID-19 got really, really real. So we'll try and be as real as possible here and, and talk about a couple of things. Number one, uh, it kind of felt inevitable. We knew it was coming, uh, and it finally happened yesterday. It is officially a pandemic. Mm -hmm. It's the first time the World Health Organization escalated an outbreak to a pandemic since the H1N1 swine flu back in 2009. Some people are going to hear that and say, "Well, swine flu didn't turn out to be anything. Uh, People died, and it was spreading, and they had to get it under control." And I assume by giving H or (laughs) no COVID nineteen. The same label as pandemic that empowers governments to mm-hmm. do something and it wakes people up. People needed to be woken up. This is a virus that's spreading like crazy. And they aren't even really sure how it's being spread. I mean, they, they kept saying, oh, no community transmission here. The only people that are sick in Canada are the ones who have traveled overseas. Now, well, there's a guy up in Sudbury who's got it. He's a man in his 50s who was in Toronto for a convention two weekends ago. He went back to Sudbury and has got it. Because of that, uh, Laurentian University, yesterday, mid-class, kicked everybody out. Said all further stuff is going to be done online. Go to a safe place.
1: Yeah, it's affecting everything.
0: My son, I think I've told people before, goes to school in Boston. Massachusetts has got an outbreak on their hands. They've got, I think, 100 cases in Massachusetts alone now. So they've taken some pretty unprecedented steps. I sifted through a ton of emails yesterday from his school who pointed out that there are a lot of schools that are completely shut down there. They're closing down for March break or spring break down there Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day. And they said instantly, spring break is going to go from two weeks to three weeks. And when you leave campus to go on your spring break, we're doing a deep clean. We don't know when or if we'll reopen this school year. So everything you need, take it with you. So he's coming home to Canada tomorrow. Whether or not he'll be able to get back in as an international student, I don't know. I have no idea. It really seems like they're kind of making this up as they go along. I think that there's some some protocol in place, but... Generally speaking, they're going to have to improvise based on the situation we're in.
1: And some people um, in some places have made their decisions already, which is great. Others, today's a big decision day because you said it escalated yesterday. Today's a huge decision day. We have here the premier, as we're speaking right now, is speaking to the public, is meeting with the prime minister of the country later to discuss whether or not they should allow large events. That will impact everybody everywhere, I would think, as we head into spring, and I know possibly summer. God, I hope it doesn't last that long. But these are all possibilities. Well, that's
0: one thing I don't understand about this, is we have seasonal flu mm-hmm. here in North America, uh, well, around the world. I assume they do. I know that we do, because we live it every year. And that's why every fall, you start seeing all the ads and banners popping up. Get your flu shot. Stop the spread. Get a shot. Right. It seems to die down in the summertime, in the warmer months. Will COVID nineteen die down in the warmer months? I I don't know that.
1: That's that's a, a, something I have yet to see as a fact. But somebody sent me, and again, please don't state this as a fact. I don't know. Said something about how they feel this this is being killed off with warmer temperatures. So likely by June, this should be a non-issue if we have our regular type of seasons. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I don't know.
0: Let's talk about a couple of things that have happened, because I think the main priority right now is getting people to take it seriously. And it's funny, uh, I I work for a professional lacrosse team within the National Lacrosse League. I work for the Toronto Rock, and I'm the in-game host, and I haven't been told anything as a staff member. Maybe the owners and general managers and senior executives know what's going on, but I don't. They released a statement yesterday, just like the NHL did that said, we're aware that the NBA has suspended their season indefinitely. We are going to do some consultation. We will announce something tomorrow. So now that's today. I'm reading through the comments, and I just don't understand how some people can be this misguided. People that are saying, don't overreact. Mm -hmm. Knee-jerk reaction. You're just panicking. You're spreading hysteria. You're feeding into it. If you cancel, I'm done as a fan.
1: Oh, my gosh. Seriously? I'd love to know what all these people do for a living. That's my favorite part, is looking at the people troll. And you and I get it a lot because we're in the media. And everyone wants to blame the media for causing this panic. The media didn't shut down all these festivals. The media didn't shut down events and entire leaks. okay? It's based on medical professionals. That's what they do for a living. So you trolling people on Facebook means nothing operations manager at food company. You mean nothing in this scenario. Your opinion doesn't count as a medical fact. So why don't you leave it to the medical professionals to say this is the scenario and then the people who organize these large events to choose what's best for them, their viewers, and their players, the whole organization. I don't understand it.
0: We'll come back to the sports thing in just a sec because there are a couple other takes on that. First off, let me ask you a couple of scenario type questions. I hand you tickets. You're going to see uh I don't know, let's make up a concert. You're going to see Lady Gaga tonight at Scotiabank Arena. You going?
1: Um uh, it's a maybe right now. It's a maybe, but I will be honest with you, as March break approaches and gets closer. I worry more about my kids than me, but obviously if I'm affected, my kids might be affected. Well,
0: you're a healthy individual with no underlying medical issues though. Correct,
1: you're absolutely correct. It still freaks me out because I don't know about the carrier situation. And I am around occasionally elderly people, my grandmother included. I'm going to stay far away from her now just in case. I just want to make sure that worst case scenario, and I know I'm thinking worst case scenario here, but maybe we all should think about the potential negative effects. So right now I'm rethinking a lot of things, Scott, to be honest with you, that I had planned and had in mind. Cold and flu season anyway, I try to stay away from events and try to keep my kids away from the libraries and all the public things. I know some people might hate that, but I do just because I want to keep those colds and flus away as much as you possibly can, right? Stuff happens. But now that this is happening, I'm rethinking a lot of other things.
0: My uh, girlfriend works in a school. I don't know how much time I want to be spending around her right now. Schools are little germ factories. Mm -hmm. When there's a sickness in a school, it doesn't seem like that much of a stretch that it's very easy for one person to get another person sick. I don't know if I really want to be around that right now. Yeah, I don't know. And that hurts
1: to say. I'm changing my plans for sure. I mean, to be honest with you, even some work functions that I have coming up, and they're not immediate, they're not happening now, but... Uh, what I actually love about the company we work for is they reached out to me and said, look, we're aware you're involved in a function. It's going to involve thousands of people coming up shortly. And we are looking into this. We will get back to you as soon as possible. But we're looking out for your safety too. So whether or not this event goes forward, because some events around here have been canceled already. One of the big ones I think people travel to is the Elmira Maple Syrup Festival. That That's not happening this year. I'm involved in another one. And they're telling me now, I just got word of this yesterday, hang tight because we're not sure we want you there.
0: That's what our company said. That's
1: what our company said.
0: We don't want you to go to a third party's event because... Just in case.
1: Yeah. They're looking out for the safety of their employees too.
0: Okay. Let's come back to that in a sec too. Let me give you another scenario. Do you think you need to start stockpiling anything? Uh, Because yesterday I thought it was kind of silly that uh people are racing out to get toilet paper. And I'm still kind of indifferent on the toilet paper thing, but... Feeling maybe like I should do that Costco run and stock up on some non-perishable food goods just in case I end up in a situation where I can't leave my house for two weeks. In Italy, they're locked down. They've also suspended deliveries, so it's not like you can just phone Amazon and say me bring and say bring me ten cases of Campbell's soup. Right?
1: Should I be stocking up on stuff? Are you considering it? I'm going after work, as a matter of fact. Really? Um, yeah, and I'm not. I'm not panic shopping. That's the thing. For the first of all, two things I actually need: toilet paper in my house. I have I don't have very much left. Okay, really? so I'm actually legitimately buying toilet paper, which I usually do at Costco anyway because it saves me trips, and I hate going for toilet paper randomly. And paper towel. So I'm gonna look like that person today at Costco. Those two things I need. But while I'm there, my a great text from my husband this morning. Okay, so go to Costco after work and buy items for three weeks worth, question mark? (laughs) He's making a joke of it. But in all seriousness, yeah, Scott, I'm kind of, sort of am. I'm going to, instead of going to the grocery store and regularly buying a couple cans of things or something that I might buy, I might just get a case while I'm at Costco of a couple things, because we're going to eat it anyway. I'm not thinking this is going to happen. And I'm hoping it's not going to happen. But yeah, I, I kind of am in a way.
0: But that's erring on the side of caution. Sure. That's a practical thing. I'm going to eat it anyway. It's non-perishable it's not go because bad. it's non-perishable. It's
1: not going to go bad. I'm not buying jugs of milk and stuff like that, thinking I'm going to be isolated for the next couple weeks. But it doesn't hurt to get some extra canned goods while I'm out.
0: Do you think it would work if the government just said, or maybe it would have to be a, a world decision- Everything shuts down for two weeks. Let's isolate the people who have got it from the rest of us. Let them go through that two-week quarantine period. All travel suspended. All Everything is suspended for two weeks. Is that too much of an overreaction? Because frankly, I still can't figure out why people are flying transcontinental. I don't understand why people are flying over to Europe right now voluntarily Uh and vice versa.
1: Yeah, I, I hear you on that. I would not... Ever step foot in a plane right now? Never, never, never. That's me. I've got pausing everything. I don't know pausing everything for two weeks. Wouldn't that help?
0: If two weeks of isolation is oh, it would help. How we stop the spread? Why don't we just do that?
1: Oh, it would help. The question is money, right? People automatically think, well, what about this? What about my business? What about that?
0: The government announced yesterday. Well, our Canadian government did. I'm not exactly sure what Trump was saying yesterday. Uh, Not criticizing him. I just couldn't really understand what he meant. But here in Canada, they're waiving the one-week eligibility period for employment insurance. So if you get told today you have to go into a mandatory 14-day isolation, you don't have to wait a week before you can apply for the government-issued employment insurance. And they're also going to make it so that if your employer tells you you've got to stay home, you have to stay home and it will be paid.
1: I read something to, this morning, however, I didn't know that they're learning that you actually can have the virus and not know it and not show symptoms for up to 20-something days. So that might not be the best. You might think, ah, oh, everybody's self-isolating for two weeks, but you have the virus you don't know. Everyone's free two weeks later, and boom, it's the cycle could start all over again for those who are infected. I don't
0: know why that's a bad idea or why it's a good idea. It just occurred to me, though, that... If we just gave everybody 48 hours notice, you've got two days to get where you need to be for the next two, maybe even three weeks, and then you're going to hunker down and wait it out. I don't know what's so wrong with that. If somebody tells me, you know what, Scott, Uh, you're going to have to stay inside. I'll give you 48 hours to go and stock up on canned goods or buy some produce or whatever it is that you're going to need for the next couple of weeks, but stay home for two weeks. I'd be okay with that personally. I don't think it's going to happen in our industry. No, I
1: don't think it's going to happen either.
0: In this industry, I mean, there's certain things that have to be on. There has to be a certain continuity. And broadcast is one of them because that's how you get information out to people Sure. in the more traditional way. Sure, there's social media and yeah. emails and stuff like that. But I haven't had an email from the government in a while. And yeah. usually it's just that my taxes are overdue. So I, will it happen? I highly doubt it.
1: No, I highly doubt it too. I understand where you're coming from though, but there'll be a lot of stipulations. People will DM us after hearing this and come up with something and we'll go, yeah, that's true, that's true. Because there's people that do have to work, uh, have to work, like medical professionals, <laughs> like that will have to work regardless and have to be out in the public. And when they're out in the public, they might need something to eat. And then do you close down at all the restaurants? Like what if something happens and someone does need food? All the grocery stores are shut down. Anyway, this is just like a over the top kind of scenario, but- I hear what you're saying.
0: I feel bad for self-employed people. Not only is your business probably taking a hit, you probably don't have those same assurances that people who are on an hourly or salary setup do. You don't get EI necessarily Mm -hmm. unless you're paying into it privately for yourself. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of people who are not covered if the worst happens and they have to shut their business down or business just drops like crazy. That's part of what was pledged yesterday by our federal government. Let me just say this, too, because, you know, from time to time I have political opinions. I'm kidding. All the time I do. (laughs) But listen, I get that I get that there's people out there who hate Justin Trudeau. And I get that there's people who hate Doug Ford and people who hate Donald Trump. This is an emergency now. It's been declared a pandemic and politics aside. You've really got to rally behind your leaders and listen to the direction of your local health authorities.
1: That's right. Very important.
0: You have to follow their advice. You can't think, oh, fucking Ford doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't need to to stay away from Rogers Center. I'm going to the Jays' home opener. Eh, You should follow the advice of local health officials. And I would like to think, and I'm pretty confident most of them are, taking that advice as well, and that's how they give out the suggestions for us in the public. Let's talk about what the NBA did yesterday. They suspended the season. Mm -hmm. That has so many ripple effects. As far as I can tell, there's no way they can continue on with this season. I mean, we are so close to playoffs beginning. If this suspension is for, what, three weeks? If they take three weeks off from the NBA season, they can't play into July, so... Does that mean that they're just going to start the playoffs in three weeks? And depending on where you are in the standings now, that puts you in the playoffs? Because that's not even fair. I mean, there's teams right now that are trying to fight their way into the playoffs. Teams that are on their way out of the playoffs and probably don't deserve to be there as much as another team does. Some teams have a harder schedule at the beginning. Some teams have more away games or road or sorry home games the schedule isn't balanced in that sense that you can just stop it at any point and begin the playoffs at any point i have to think they have to scrap the season
1: i would think so too and much to a lot of people's dismay whether you work for the teams or not i was just seeing uh more recently toward the end of our show we had talked about the utah jazz player that's the player who has coronavirus he was the same guy that happened to be jokingly touching all the microphones during was, the press briefing.
0: I, I don't understand. I mean, between LeBron saying, well, I ain't playing then. And this guy saying, oh, the COVID-19 is not a thing. So he goes around touching all the microphones. Then he
1: get, he, then gets, sure enough, he contracts COVID-19. He's the first confirmed case. He's the first confirmed case. And now, on top of that, Scott, so the Raptors played Utah on Monday. We heard that it was suggested to all the Raptors, please go self-quarantine because you played Utah Jazz. You had close contact with this particular guy. We don't know who else has it on the team. They're being tested. Do this for yourselves. Bunch of them ended up at a fundraiser last night. Really? A fundraiser party. Bunch of them. So I don't uh, know if that's them not taking it seriously. I didn't get a chance to really see who exactly was at the fundraiser and wasn't. But that kind of goes to show you how some people take it seriously and some people don't.
0: One of the things that frustrates me, and maybe this is the attitude amongst athletes, we keep being told risk of transmission remains low, you should be fine, Uh, healthy adults with no underlying health issues that don't have a compromised immune system, you'll be fine. I think there's some people who have got a certain sense of bravery. I'm healthy. I'm in great shape. I don't have any underlying health issues. I'm fine. The problem is that means you can still that means you probably won't get that sick from it. But you can still carry it and transmit it to other people who may not be in the same shape that you are. Yes, and this that's is the what problem. worries me.
1: This is the problem. I'm not even worried for myself. I'm worried for other people around me a little bit more because I know I'm a relatively healthy individual and I I I mean, I don't know. I would hope that everything would be okay if let's say God forbid I contracted COVID-19, but I would never be able to forgive myself if I found out I had contact with someone's grandmother or mother, and I gave them the virus. You know, that that freaks me out a lot.
0: Our company here has issued, they've been doing a series of updates since this story first started to break. And yesterday, they sent down their strongest direction that I have seen. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, all non-essential travel, even if you just travel from office to office, because we have offices all across the country. If you drive from, say, Toronto to Kitchener, That's put on hold. They don't want people going office to office. They don't want province to province. They don't want people flying. Absolutely no out-of-the-country business can be done. They're very, very strict about it. If you come back to work after having just been to a certain list of countries, Mm -hmm. they're sending you home. You're going to quarantine. There are uh, very, very strong guidelines from them saying, if you feel sick, do not come into one of our offices. You can infect anybody. Whether it's COVID-19 or something else, they don't want anyone going Mm -hmm. to work sick. And that's good advice. I think that should be everywhere. A lot of small businesses don't necessarily have a sick policy. It might be time to think about one. Don't come to work if you're sick under any circumstances. I'm always the one who likes to brave it. Uh, I feel like shit, but it's only a couple of hours and uh, I'll, I'll just get out as soon as the show is done. So I've gone to work sick.
1: Yeah, I'm not even going to think
0: about it now. If I don't feel right, I'm not going anywhere. Don't.
1: Don't. No. I know. I'm I'm with you there. If I'm feeling sick at all, I'm not going to chance it. And yes, of course, we know. I, I have a friend who is in, um, who works at a medical place. I'll just say that. And so she said that the amount of people coming in there saying, I think I've got it. COVID-19. I think I've got it. She said, Cat, I've turned away hundreds of people saying you have a common cold or you have a common flu, but... We stopped rolling our eyes once we realized. And even she admits. They all were kind of like, come on, come on. When she realized the severity of it, once it came to the region, they all went, okay, it's great that they're coming here. And even though some of them are the hypochondriac type that come in all the time, the regulars, there's the odd person that seriously is wondering if they have tested positive for COVID-19 and comes in. and So that's good. I'm glad to hear that people are taking it seriously for the most part. But if you don't feel good, no matter what it is, even if there's not coronavirus, don't come to work and spread it to other people for crying out loud.
0: A lot of people are just caught off guard. They're in shock this morning and still trying to process what happened in the last 24 hours, I find. There were so many naysayers, so many doubters. Uh, I made this joke this morning off air just between Kat and I. Yesterday, if we mentioned COVID-19, we'd get all these tweets and texts. Stop spreading hysteria. Uh, You guys are part of the problem. It's not that big a deal. Today, when we tried to do anything other than COVID-19, why aren't you talking about COVID-19? You need to take this seriously. Yeah, we know.
1: We have been.
0: We've been trying to. We've
1: been, we have been. You know it's bad when it starts to, like, infiltrate the entertainment world, too, because Scott will usually do the news updates, what you need to know on, on the beat, and I'll do the what's trending. And we got, kind of try to keep it lighter in what's trending and, you know, some fun stories. Well, slowly, day after day after day, it was, like, just taking over what's trending. And that's when we realized, okay, this is serious because this is everywhere about everybody. Tom Hanks is infected for crying out loud. Tom Hanks, Tom a Hanks. national treasure. Actually, I saw a great tweet. A great tweet from Tim Allen that was a picture of buzz and he said I offered I offered for Tom to borrow my outfit, the space suit. <laughs> yep. He said in all seriousness, though, rest up, buddy. That kind of thing. They're doing okay, everybody. We think that they're going to be just fine. But it really is affecting absolutely everything and I think that the people that weren't taking it seriously, like I kind of said off the top, today was the day they woke up and went, "Oh wow, this is a thing."
0: Yeah. I think it's a thing, thing too, and I've been walking that line for the last little while trying to talk about it and make people aware of it, but not spread hysteria, and I'm also doing my best to check and double-check anything that we put out on air or in the podcast. I don't want to give out false information, so I do my very best to verify everything we get, and I really only take information from trusted, reliable sources. Now, that includes our government, and I'm assuming, giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're telling us the absolute truth. But either way, if it comes from the government, I got to roll with it. Okay. Either way, though, uh, now I'm feeling pretty panicky. I'm I'm asking Mm -hmm. myself things like, should I be stocking up on things? Should I prepare to self-quarantine for a couple of weeks? I'm a healthy adult, not in any of the high-risk groups. But if I end up in a situation where I need to self-quarantine, am I ready for that? And I think a lot more people should ask themselves that question. Are you prepared? It
1: doesn't hurt. And by the way, you don't have to freak out at people who are taking those steps. It's none of your fucking business. Like, sorry, but if someone else... I know, I understand in some areas, it really is insane. People are taking all the toilet paper for respiratory illness. I don't understand. But anyway, whatever. They're taking all the toilet paper off the shelves, leaving none for anyone else. I understand you being upset about that. But for the most part, if someone wants to buy some extra canned goods or someone wants to take some steps... What do you fucking care? Right. Don't do it if you don't want to do it. I never understood people caring so much and focusing so much on what other people are fucking doing. Let them do it. Who cares? You don't have to put a meme about it saying people are fucking stupid. Just leave it alone. It it won't hurt you. I just want to mention this because as we're talking now, all the NHL is saying is that given the uncertainty regarding the next steps for the coronavirus, aka they're still trying to figure shit out. Clubs are not going to have their morning skates. Nobody should be getting together. No team meetings today whatsoever. Wow. So we'd imagine with that game, if there's not going to be a morning skate to practice, there likely won't be any games tonight or at least for the time being until they figure their shit out.
0: Well, that's just breaking. Google says they want all of their 100,000 employees across the US and Canada to work from home if they can to help minimize the risk. Good. Google, I'm right there with you. I get it. Uh, New York has canceled the St. Patrick's Day parade. They were expecting two million people downtown Manhattan on Tuesday. St. Patty's Day. Are people going to go out to bars?
1: I still think around here people will still go out.
0: I'm probably going to go out, but I'm probably going to go out for a beer just to say I did. I'm not going to congregate for hours like I have in the past. I
1: don't know, man. I might not. I'm so, and I hate to be that person. I hate to be that person. There's a lot of great businesses and amazing restaurants. It kind of freaks me out right now, though. Food handling generally. But I know when you go to the grocery store, people handle food, too. You got to wash your stuff carefully. But I don't know what they do with the back at some places.
0: Speaking of restaurants. I've
1: worked in a restaurant before. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's not all sunshine and roses and nice.
0: Speaking of restaurants and bars, I worry about the staff, the bartenders, the waiters, the waitresses, all those people who have to pick up used restaurants glasses sure. and cups off of tables sure. to take them to the back and dishwash them i feel really bad for them because that's directly been on someone's mouth and you're touching it with your bare hands i hope you guys are washing and sanitizing like crazy to keep yourself safe
1: just to add to the cancellations list this just into the IAHF world championships have been canceled
0: i'm not surprised yeah
1: it th- those kind of things are not surprising to me either but they just announced it. um more announcements on this or an official announcement is expected in the coming days and that's from the hockey news in case you're wondering where that came from okay um anyway expect a lot of those things expect a lot of those things and maybe you're listening now thinking oh you guys are just come on like come on
0: a lot of people are a lot of people, a lot of people, are. people are and Oh, I, come on I
1: understand and I thank you for sticking staying with us through this podcast because I know not everybody can listen to what we're saying and and for some reason they do they just don't think it's that big of a deal. And that's fine. But there are facts and these are the facts. And we're just here to, to discuss those facts. That's all we're here to do and talk about our own personal opinions, which everyone's allowed to have.
0: Sure. Can I also just say, as soon as I posted my daily COVID-19 update this morning on our site, on scottandcat.ca, I shared it on my Facebook, which I don't often do. Normally my Facebook, I just post the weather and and wish people happy birthdays and things like that. One of the first comments was, You're falling for it. This is the biggest military operation in history. Uh, The conspiracy theories, guys.
1: I didn't hear that one yet. Mm -hmm.
0: Listen, if you take nothing else from this podcast,
1: Hmm.
0: protect yourself. Take it seriously. Those are the two most important things that you have to remember. Take it seriously and protect yourself and your loved ones, uh, particularly those who can't protect themselves. And I'm talking about the very, very young and the elderly. Take care of yourself and your family because uh, I'm not 100% confident in our government. I'd have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure it was a couple weeks ago that we said in this podcast, there's not a lot of reassurance to the public right now, the public who was taking it seriously, because you see the government officials go on. Risk of transmission is low. It's fine. Don't panic. Don't worry. Well, now it's a full-blown pandemic, and a lot of people, unfortunately, have had to go from zero to 100 real quick. Yes. Pardon the pun. and, And the hysteria for some people is real. I don't think you need to be at a hysteria level, but you certainly have to take basic precautions to protect yourself, protect your family, and you can do that if you take it seriously. Yep. Wash your hands carry sanitizer, trying to avoid big crowded groups. Fist bump. <laughs> I'm not even doing if that. If
1: anything, not even? Nope. So someone comes up to you uh, tonight. You haven't seen in a while. Well, hey, buddy, how's it going? Not You're, a chance. Sorry, dude, not touching you, but nice to see you.
0: Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I don't even think I want to get together with my girlfriend anytime soon. She works in a school. She's got 800 kids around her at all times. I don't know if I really want to do that, and it sucks to say but eh, I got to protect myself.
1: But that's your choice, and that's what that's what the point we're trying to make here too is: you need to make the choice that's best for you. Ask yourself: eh, worst case scenario, is this worth it? Right?
0: Mm-hmm. And I hope everybody does. Uh, tomorrow we'll get back on track. On um, God knows what's going to happen in the next twenty four hours. I don't know. Tomorrow we might be dealing in a situation where we're in a depression if the markets keep tanking like this. I don't know. Uh, So we're going to try and get back to doing a regular podcast tomorrow. But I just had a lot of stuff that I wanted to say. And so did Kat. And that's why we did this one today on COVID-19. Tomorrow, we'll try and do it again. But anyway, Mm -hmm. have a good one, everybody. And take it seriously. Protect yourself.
1: Wash your damn hands.